Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land v. World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Each episode, we will discuss and explore each resort ride by ride, land by land, park by park to determine which is I see. And last time, last time I counted for it. Dang it. Which is better? I'm your host, Jimmy, and thank you for joining me on this quest. Which is better, Disneyland or Disney World? Joining me, as always, to find the answer is Dan from Dan Hates the Beatles. Hey, I'm Dan. I hate the Beatles, and apparently I'm a hipster. And Eric from Eric Hates ABBA. (laughs) No, I love ABBA. Oh, I'm a Swede. They're Swedes. I love ABBA, and uh, don't call them ABBA. I I, maybe I hate. He's from Eric Loves the Grimace. Oh, Eric Loves the Grimace <laughs> yes. podcast, where you can find anywhere podcasts are sold. Um, also, you can hear him on Ears Up podcast. I've never since you've been on Grimace Ears t-shirts. Up. When you've been on Ears Up, I haven't seen a big uptick. I haven't seen an Ears Up, uh, what do they call it? Ears Up pop or what do they bump. call that? Bump. An ears Up bump. You, like a baby bump? No, like, like our bump pregnant? in numbers. A bump in numbers. I have not observed said bump in numbers since you've been on Ears Up. Have you become like oh. Jason? Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, well, that's disappointing to hear that when I joined the show, that they didn't immediately gain thousands of followers because of well, all of my 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 stands. Here's Wouldn't what I'll tell you. Would Ears Up bump is, be a lobe? But a lobe is down, right? Sure. Um, cause they droop <laughs> on your ear. It's the bottom the, part. The kids, the kids bottom don't down. like lobes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but I was just telling Dan before you joined, um, the, our podcast ratings, our number one year to date, most downloaded episode is with Natalie and May episode five of, uh, May strikes back from the galaxy's edge. The second All most the listened to is the tag episode. Oh, number okay. three is pirates. So people like those guests and they like <laughs> Wait, big which rides. pirates. We had 17 hours of pirates. <laughs> number one. Pirates. Number one is number three. Pirates. Number two, sadly, is number six for some reason. Hmm. So they did not come huh. back for more. They once they got to the ride, they're like, I've heard enough. Do not those need those cues. Find that's all I need to <laughs> know. About I need. Pirates. <laughs> oh, or that's oh, and- all I care to listen to. And Dirty Yellow Strap is not doing Dirty Yellow Strap is doing well. Dirty Yellow Strap's a hit. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we got we got Bob and yeah, Bob and uh, Dave, Dan, the other guy's name. Beautiful, just Dave, Dave tomorrow, Dave tomorrow, Dave Josh tomorrow. And I listened to it. By the way, they were not. They didn't have their stuff together, guys. They were not prepared. <laughs> they, well, for that. Bob's still figuring out Twitch, I think. So we yeah, should give him I appreciated time. that they wanted to release on our network, but they were not ready. <laughs> they were not ready. Hopefully next time. No, I think hopefully. the whole episode was just them trying to figure out what their what their intro music what, what their show should be. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a significant portion of it. It was charming <laughs> in a way. Uh, in a way. I, I I do like that Bob was able to come up with new ideas for the park though by watching <laughs> That's right. YouTube videos that were yep. suggested on his feed. <laughs> Anyhow, that was fun. Hopefully, Bob and Josh are back for more content soon. <laughs> oh, um, monkeys or not. <laughs> concierge, guys. Concierge is a great uh, service to you. I have to tell you that I have a a friend of a friend. We, he was in the same Cub Scout pack as I was you know, years ago. They moved on and word of mouth. Hey, I hear that you plan Disney vacations for people. 
And I said, as a matter of fact, and so I did a house call. We, I sat with their family in their living room. I threw my screen up on their screen. Here's Disney world. Here's the different places. He just came into money from uh, inheritance from unfortunate passing of his, of his mom. And so he's like, Hey, I'm an Uber star Wars nerd. Get me to the galactic star cruiser. So we booked him and his family, uh, the 36 hour stay for $7,000. Ooh. And I have uh, an important question. Were you yes. wearing the Cub Scout uniform while you were doing Absolutely. this? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. I have another question. Jimmy, will you always do house calls for every guest you book at Walt Disney World? I, wearing I do, your Cub Scout fact, uniform. If if they are within, you know, the air, I've done it a couple of times, but if they're in the, normally they're in California, more, more often than not, they're number one, they're listeners of the show. Number two, they're out west because a majority of the Ears Up network is West Coast listeners. There's one, uh, Miss Ruth, Ruthie, who's actually a concierge. She oh, yeah, also Ruthie. listens. Uh, she has her own podcast, too. Yeah. Anyway, so this family has the same last name, Brown. Different, no relation. But anyway, so then they wanted to stay a week at Disney World afterwards. So they booked another package staying at Caribbean Beach, where because they're at the Skyline or Star Cruiser, they then will transfer them to Caribbean Beach and all their luggage. And then they spend a week at Caribbean Beach. So nice. I, I, the reason I bring it up is because they just paid their balance because they closed on or they they f- finished uh, closing on the house and now they just are flush with cash. And then he's like, "Hey, by the way, um, a friend of mine invited me to Vegas in February for for President's Day, Martin Luther. I forget the weekend. Uh, maybe it's January, but he's like." You know, I've never been to Vegas and I don't know what to do. They're staying at the Bellagio. I'm like, well, I'll tell you what. I've been to Vegas a hundred times, if not more. Circus, circus. And I know everything about it. <laughs> Let me look on Expedia and do it for you. So 20 minutes later, literally, literally 20, 20 <laughs> minutes later, I had him booked a full package in Vegas. Hotel, flight, the whole deal. Nice. Circus Circus does have an excellent steakhouse. Do they do really? They oh, it's it's very like in like incongruent with the rest of the resort, but <laughs> resort and incongruous, it's, incongruous. Con- it, and it's it's beef. It's not like human meat or anything. <laughs> no, well, we don't no, know that. It, 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 I mean, if it was human meat, then it was delicious. But <laughs> well, uh, I'll tell you no, what, I'm really good. I'm going to be able to gauge what uh, Eric's idea of good quality steak is because I'm going to be staying at the Saratoga Springs in October. And I'm going to eat at that restaurant at Saratoga Springs because I think the he mentioned club. the steak there at the Turf Club. Such turfs in there. Mm. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think he mentioned the liking turf that. Club. So if it's good, then I will take his There's no circus, source, circus word turfs. for it. That's right. <laughs> the joke Anyhow, like that is the, that's an example of <laughs> what, what was that joke? <laughs> it's, was that a joke? It's a world history joke. No, no, surfs <laughs> like if turfs? you get no swerfs, turfs and no. swerfs. Oh, geez, Look, it's I don't better know. if it's a throwaway. And yeah. let me just, I'm not no, saying let's, anything let's offensive. Let's bring it out into the light. No, let's no, no, address not, this joke. How about this? I'm not saying anything <laughs> offensive. And it's very funny to like a couple people. And it's more fun if I don't explain. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> those couple of people. You're welcome. Okay. Right yeah. in. Thank okay, you. So, okay, no, Thank here you, we listeners. go. Okay. Let's, we, we should have, we should have music for Dan's play. Dan gets uncomfortably oh political and doesn't, doesn't intend to. Is turf. it popcorn by? <laughs> a turf is a trans exclusionary radical, radical feminist. Oh, a, yes. Uh, and then a swerf is a sex work exclusionary radical feminists so 
the term. <laughs> there's enough of them to have their own acronyms. Yes. Okay. Do you know and there's more of them than you would think. I don't have good music for for this. <laughs> no, there's no good music. Do you know what our source works? Can we? Does Rainbow Caverns work? Uh, the <laughs> here we go. Classic Rainbow Caverns. I, Rainbow. That works. Right. Ooh. Ooh. I like it. What yes. is a theremin? Everybody loves a theremin. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves a Beach theremin boys. except for the theremin exclusionary <laughs> radical oh. musicians. The theremin exclusionary <laughs> the radical movement. <laughs> the terms. The terms. They don't like it. I'm not a term. I love. No, everybody I love loves the theremin. Other than the terms. <laughs> anyway, and I you guys know what a, a real FUPA is? I learned a FUPA today. <laughs> you know what a FUPA is? It can be for no. males or females. It is a fat upper pelvic area. We used to call it a. We used Talk to call it. <laughs> when I was a child, an insensitive child of the '90s, it was a gunt. <laughs> do I No, no. You have to don't. censor that. No, no, you don't. No, you do not, because I'm not going to explain what it means. Yeah, as long as you don't explain it. Uh, anyway, and, and so that, listener, that is the kind of example. If you're wondering when are they going to get to <laughs> the topic, the I need factory. to remind you what the topic is. <laughs> it is Disney, <laughs> D- Tomorrowland restaurants that weren't good enough to be in the first part. <laughs> so <laughs> that have we'll been get turfed <laughs> for the second part. Anyway, uh, that's just a good example uh, of what concierge can do for you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, meaning, right. hey, you want to? Oh, also, James is a concierge, and James is planning somebody's honeymoon in Paris. And I said, "Why are you looking for some Eiffel Tower hotel? It's called the Disneyland Paris Hotel. It is a forty-minute train ride from the heart of Paris. Only forty minutes by train. <laughs> Only forty minutes by train, and the train station is right outside the hotel. It's like a hundred yards. Get on that train. Get into Paris. You're there." That's what I used to do when I lived there. Anyway, I would love um, to travel by train to a Disney park. That would be fantastic. I did it in Japan. I did it in Paris. You kind of did it in California. I did it in Hong Kong. I kind of did it in California via Uber. But Hong Kong is a train. In fact, you unless you drive, the train is the only way to get to Disneyland or Hong Kong, which is awesome. Uh, So, yeah, Paris, Tokyo and... um, in Hong Kong, trains to Disney World, Disney parks. It was great. Okay. okay um, so that's concierge. Uh, I have a past show correction, ladies and gentlemen. First time in a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. On the last Here's episode. Is that Rocket Rods? No. It's no. Mars Space Mountain. Um, no, it's uh, it's screaming over California. Oh, so, uh, California screaming, <laughs> not over. Sorry, California screaming. Sorry, um, oh, screaming over California. That's, that'd be that's a very the different new, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the conflation of Soren over California that's, and that's California their Halloween screaming. overlay of Soren. There you go. <laughs> You're being chased um, by anyway, Freddy. so my my lovely bride was on. She a charming guest on the first part one of this episode, and she. We mentioned that she had a crush on Steve Buscemi, and she wanted to make it very clear that it was specifically Airheads Steve Buscemi that she had a crush on, specifically mm. Airheads. So it was a it was a moment in time. I don't know what it is about Airheads 
that made Steve Buscemi particularly dreamy. I don't know, but she wanted to make it very clear. Uh, Dan, do we have any news? Do we have any Disney news? <laughs> I don't have any audio to support <laughs> that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> let me see. Uh, oh, the news that's fit to cover. It's hold on. Years hey, up. Google. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's Disney news? It's a segment on Ears Up Podcast where he reads articles and then Google's he complains about dumber. them. Hey, Google. What? Where the host reads articles and then judges them. Next. Disney World has a new hit or new show. Disney World News. has a new show, I guess. Hoopty Doo musical hey reviews back. Uh, yeah, Hoopty Doo is great. I can't yeah. wait. Anyway, I'm going I missed for a it day. by a few days. Yeah, Set volume two. I'm going 60%. to I'll go back on Epcot in a mere hey, 48 hours. Maybe Set volume maybe longer. Sixty percent. Seventy-two. Anyway, all right. So hey, that's our patch show corrections. You wanted, you wanted news. You're getting news. Well, I, I can't hear news. it. This is an audio medium, Dan, and if the audience can't hear it, then some noise has to happen. Latest from the street. Okay, yeah, this, that's, gone. that's not helpful. <clears throat> no. Disney World has a new dinner and a show offering something new to do on your next trip to Walt Disney said World. That. Orlando is never low on options for entertainment, and there is one more great phrase. <laughs> this is really hard to do. Okay. <laughs> You're listening anyway. to music and reciting <laughs> what a robot is telling you. No, okay, I, we're done. Google, stop. <laughs> stop. Not universal. Hey, Bite your tongue, stop. Google. Actually, there are there are rumors that stop it. There are rumors <laughs> <laughs> that uh, apparently they're t- talking about removing Walt from Walt Disney World. I saw that. Now the the oh, story yeah. the story goes that we're going to do it for branding anyway because this is what people call it. But the rumor is because Walt was problematic. But there is no way that that is why. No, there's no. no way that's why. And if you believe that that's true, uh, you really need to reconsider the where you're getting your sources. No further comment. Um, and um, yeah, I'm sorry. Think- a small dog is attacking me. <laughs> oh, no, cute. Hey, Brandy. The dog's not Brandy, by the way. The dog. <laughs> Jimmy <is>. says hi. <laughs> the dog's hi. And uh, Balder says hi to everybody. Balder? Out there in Balder, yeah. Like Boulder or Balder? No, Balder. Balder like he's an, robot vacuums. It's like after I like shave my head properly, I'm Balder. Oh, he's Balder. Dan was bald, <laughs> but now he's Balder. <laughs> hey, I have a name. Was, it, was that how you got the name? As you're on the podcast, you got a puppy. And you're like, hey, Dan looks Balder. Hey, I have the name, honey. <laughs> no, Balder is it, Balder is a Norse, uh, a, a Norse god. Oh yeah, because you had like you had Thor and and like we never uh, had a Thor. We had Odin. <laughs> we had we still have Freya, and we had, had Loki, Lady Sif, Ragnarok. We did have Lady Sif, but she didn't fit in well with the family, so she's moved to another family, and uh, <laughs> she's it. still Lady Sif. <laughs> Ooh, you know, would be a really family. good one for the next for the next dog. Heimdall. Mm-hmm. We we wanted to we wanted to uh, adopt a Heimdall, and um, we decided he wouldn't be a good fit for this family. And um, yeah, we we ended up with this one, who really seemed more of a uh, more of a balder. Yeah. Well, yeah. N- now on the, continuing the tradition of Norse stuff. When I think of Norway, I think oil rigs. <laughs> 
or trolls. Of course. Actually, you should name the next one adventure. <laughs> Ooh, you know, Norway spirit has been, will always be adventure. Norway spirit has always been, will always be adventure. But yeah, they're, they're supposedly talking about getting rid of the Walt and Walt Disney World. And, and it's it, I stupid. mean, that's what people call it. But you know what? Guess what? People call it Guardians, and it's actually Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, or you know what I mean? I so still call Tower of Terror Tower of yeah. Terror. Exactly. And it's well, I still Guardians call it the Guardians Galaxy. Tower of Terror. Exactly. Yeah. Point I, being, it's, it's a dumb thing, and it would it would cost them so much money to rebrand everything. It's uh-huh. dumb. Oh, yeah. And it would be yeah. such just a flip of the bird to totally. like the traditions of the company. And it, right. I mean, it would be current leadership just basically saying like, no, it's ours now. You can all go supreme yourselves yeah let's go destroy mount rushmore because they own slaves <laughs> oh well we went there okay yes I, I guess that's we did well, I, that's a different that's different <laughs> no that's yeah that's a completely that that would yeah that's sure. um why not why not go there anyway we'll, we'll I mean, save we it for that episode <laughs> when we do the hall of presidents versus lincoln <laughs> It's going to be a fun one. (laughs) I think that's a President's Day release. We need to get that one done soon. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I mean, a President's Day release would be good. Even though, you know, even if we don't record Which one is the President's Day? It's the one in January or February. When's President's Day? Okay, so we're we're a long way away. Dan, I don't, I'm just playing your sound right now. I don't have your, your Hey Google sound queued up right now. (laughs) Better to add them later. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of sounds, um, are they the same as last time? Yes. Yes. All right. Just a reminder for you, listener. That's right. No doubt did not play on the Tomorrowland Terrace. It's in the show description. No, they did. Oh, dang it. I put it in the show description that they didn't. I thought we decided they didn't. No, we decided they did once, at least once. Dang it. All right, whatever. Okay. Not past changing show it. corrections. You should put oh, the past show you should put that past show correction in this, in show this episode's description. description. I will. Great. Done. Um <laughs> all right. So the case of the Tomorrowland restaurants part two. Part one was Cosmic Gray Starlight Cafe V Tomorrowland Terrace slash Galactic Grill. Part two and is And here's my sound. All right. Oh, again. <laughs> oh, no. He's doing it again. That's uh, Iceberg. Steve Iceberg. <laughs> Michael, Michael Iceberg. Okay. Um, anyway, so the, the lunching pad will be what Eric is arguing for versus... <laughs> now, remind me what An it is actual now. actual restaurant. <laughs> Pizza Planet. Red Rockets. Oh, Pizza no, Port. it's not Red Rockets anymore. It's Alien Pizza Alien Planet. Pizza Planet. Port. Planet. Dot com. Port. Alien Pizza Planet, which now now Red Rockets came second in the late nineties. <laughs> the lunching pad's been there, so the lunching pad goes yes. first. And lunch goes to Dan's point. <laughs> maybe not a restaurant, but they serve food, uh-huh. and so does uh, Alien Swirling Saucer Port. <laughs> yes. So, Eric, right. you may go first. Tell us about the lunching pad, its history, and what you can eat there. Well, when <laughs> Walt Disney World opened up, they oh, wait, had I should the tell web- the audience. I'm sorry, Eric. Hold on. I wrote it down last time. All I have in my notes is DL2, to 3 and release Dirty Yellow Strap. That was my notes from last time. Okay. And I've done it. Good notes. You did all of those things. So Disney World has a slight edge. Slight edge. 
a slight edge. Let's and see if let's see if it can maintain that edge. Yeah, we'll see <laughs> as we talk about the uh, snack bar that has been there since the park opened. The Wedway Space Bar was the original. Hey, hey, uh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it a point. And here's why. Did it? Well, let me ask a question first for you. A point. Was it always called the launching, the lunching pad? It was not. All right. Well, maybe was I'll it called the something point. worse and they improved it? Well, it was the Wedway Space Bar. Okay. So here's my point. <laughs> it's not Star Wars in any way. <laughs> it, there's oh. no IP. It is the launching pad, which is a clever play on words for yes, launching pad. It's I'm going to reserve the clever. point. I'll reserve the oh, point. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, there's. it's not It's not alien swirling lunching pad or or like Darth Vader's snack land or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Alien spaghetti factory. Exactly. Because yeah. like even Red Rockets was independent. Now it's, it's Toy Story themed. Now, by the way, why it's not Pizza Planet, I do not understand. Because they had all the opportunity. Why didn't they just make it Pizza Planet from the beginning? Well, it's alien pizza planet. It's, I guess, but make it the stupid thing from the movie with the arcade and everything. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. The, anyway. the Toyota that had the letter scratched off and it was That's just right. yellow. Yeah. 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 All right. No yeah. points awarded so far. Go ahead. All right. I will not play any sounds. It'll take By half the way, if you like buns, you, you are in for a treat when it comes to my menu. Oh, man. Well, let's let's see how it goes in the present day. <laughs> the Wedway Space Bar uh, was a place it served punches and various other things. It was described as never too busy. Um, however, at some point in the 80s. It was also the lunching pad, so there was a there were a few windows that were the, the Wedway Space Bar and there were a few places that were the lunching pad. So I haven't quite tracked down exactly the year that it became the launching pad, but I'm guessing it's like 1980, that era. And I think for the the casual theme park fan who lis- listens to this show, um, why? <laughs> we have casual fans? <laughs> I don't know. And But Wedway, Wed is Walt, or Walter Elias Disney, which was the original name for Imagineering, right? True. So yeah. it's the Wedway People Mover it, to this mm-hmm. day. It is not the Wedway People Mover. It is Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. But Correct. when it, that's that's the name Wedway Snack Bar. You're welcome. Yes, yes. It's referring to the the Walter Elias Disney way of <laughs> presenting a space bar. But uh, at some point. It was also considered the launching pad. There were two windows, uh, well, multiple windows. In 1981, I can confirm there was both a space bar and launching pad. The space bar wasn't too busy because it mostly served like punch and such. Uh, The launching pad was always too busy, even when fully staffed. Uh, the, The space bar at the time had a little more than drinks. It also included a an apple turnover, key lime pie, chips. Um, he, here's the shooting star, which was a cold turkey on sesame bun. Let's just continue this trend from the last episode. How much do you think 
1981, you could get a cold turkey sandwich on a sesame bun for. Ooh, I love this game. I remembered. I, I don't. The, the, I think the sandwich was more expensive than the burger at the Cosmic Ray. But this sounds like a burger that they're calling a sandwich. It's a turkey mm, sandwich. It's, it's sliced sesame. turkey. Yeah. It's it's but, sliced turkey, probably very processed, out of a package. Dollar sixty-five. I'm gonna go one thirty. Oh, oh, one fifteen. You oh, got close. We, we both, both got lost. Yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> also in nineteen eighty-one, the satellite, which uh, obviously is cold cuts and cheese in a vinaigrette sauce on an egg roll. How much for that one? Dan, you go first. I my brain is broken because all I can think of is that it's on an egg roll, like that you would get a Chinese restaurant. Not an egg roll. I know it's not. I know it's not. I'm trying to shut off that part of my brain, and it's not okay. Hold on. That would be delicious, fried. by the yeah, way. Dollar. It really would. Have you ever <laughs> had a like cheeseburger egg roll? Those are good. <laughs> just, mm. just, it's all held together with a toothpick, and you <laughs> dip it in sweet and sour sauce. Uh, I'm gonna go. Dollar forty. Uh one dollar. Mm. No, yeah, better better choice. Also one dollar and fifteen cents. Yeah. In the same year, so the space bar mostly had punches and stuff that were there for like fifty cents, and you could get it's just sweet crap mixed together. Um, the lunching mm. pad had more food. They had a tuna sandwich, regular tuna sandwich. How much? Dollar, dollar sixty-five. Dollar one dollar one forty five oh, yes. cream <laughs> cheese sandwich <gasps> red with what? cream cheese. <laughs> what? <laughs> Please tell me it's on Wonder Bread. Please tell me it's oh on God. Wonder Bread. It has you to know. be. <laughs> you know it's the whitest bread imaginable filled with the whitest oh, cheese God. imaginable. Oh. American cheese is the whitest cheese imaginable. No, but. no. American cheese is at least processed yellow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, One dollar. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Um... <laughs> 80 cents. Ooh. Damn, this is two slices of bread with cream cheese in the middle. Oh, it's okay. $1.35. Wait, that, yeah. that's more expensive. Oh, man. I don't know. Turkey they sandwich. Also, <laughs> well, it's they had to get it all the way. A turkey sandwich. They had to get it all the way from Philadelphia, guys. Shipping was not as easy in the 80s. No, no. Cream cheese was, uh, was a novelty in the 80s, for sure. There's also... Just, it just occurred to me that we at some point could probably, if we wanted to do an episode where we like make old menu items. Oh yeah. Get the, yes. get the recipe. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my oh. God. That's something oh. they did on ears up, isn't it? They didn't made like the tuna sandwich from the tuna. They did the tuna sandwich once. And I think you could have an entire show based on that concept. Yeah, old, it's true. Old Disney food. That would be fun. That'd net. be a fun spinoff <laughs> podcast where every episode we make and try an old theme park, Disney theme park item. I think well, that's our Thanksgiving episode. That's a good Ooh. idea. <laughs> Talk to Jason and uh, let's get let's <laughs> let's get some cash on this. Um yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of fun. It's historical. You know, we talk about what it, where it was from and we make it and then we figure out how much it would cost today. 
Mm-hmm. Well, because we will have mm-hmm. to buy the ingredients. Yeah, not how much it cost mm-hmm. us, how much if Disney still had it, how much they would charge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. If yes. we can figure out if we can figure out their standard margin, like Good assuming luck. it's 80 <laughs> percent or whatever, if we figure out I can figure out the cost of two slices of bread and a, a slab of cream cheese in 1980 and they're selling yeah, it just for $1.30, yeah. reverse engineer it, then we can get an idea of their margins. I'm thinking $26. Exactly. That's kind of my point. <laughs> right. But we can make some assumptions. Anyway. All right. I like uh, it. Go, keep going. Sorry. Anyway, uh, we also have uh, cookies, date nut bread. What a weird thing to offer at date a Disney nut park. bread. Right. <laughs> Uh, yogurt spelled the Ew. old way with the GH where it's like, this is a foreign concept. It's fermented <laughs> milk. Uh, the, the, that, that Moroccan delicacy, yogurt. And they sold dates, juices. By the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Also weird. Middle and Eastern. Mm-hmm. This is one of the locations that also sold Pepsi products. So diet Pepsi and tab. And uh, here's our Coke final product. tab is a Coke product. That's interesting. Coke? Oh, mm-hmm. oh interesting. So they sold both. Was it? I thought tab was Pepsi. Yeah. Because no. yeah, Coke had Diet Coke. I think that Diet Coke was mm. an answer to tab. They also sold Diet Pepsi okay, and tab in the same location. Whoa. From what I'm seeing. Right. Well, Dan figures that out. How about tom- a, a tomato stuffed with tuna or egg salad? Tuna salad or egg salad? How much for a tomato Ew. stuffed with random gross mayo crap? Uh dollar twenty-five. Wait, was it what was it? Egg or, or tuna? I didn't hear that part. Tuna or egg salad. Oh, you get your choice. Same price. I think I think it's gonna be dollar twenty. You're both under it's one fifty. Oh, Tab was a Coca-Cola product. Thank you, Jimmy. Coca-Cola Diet soft drink created by Created yeah. produced by the Coca-Cola company. Which is uh, what I'm you, what I'm getting at is that brand competition was not as hardcore in the in the early 80s because they had no, Diet Pepsi not. and Tab. That would never happen. Like Coca-Cola, if if it's Coca-Cola in a stadium, you're not getting anything but Coca-Cola and vice versa, right? There's oh, yeah. one absolutely there, there's a story, there's a job, but we we were on a job that was a Pepsi project, and some construction worker went to McDonald's and brought, brought back to the job site his fountain drink, which is Coca-Cola. The guy literally got kicked off the job and was not allowed to come back because he brought wow. a Coca-Cola product with him from lunch. That's how competitive Things it is. Changed. Yes, they have. Yeah. Litigious. I oh think my. for the better because, you know, as long as the profit motive is uh, no, being boy. sought out, then I think that <laughs> this is good for us as, as people. Everybody loves corporate involvement. And thank you to our sponsors, uh, Concy Ears and Coca-Cola, as we head yeah. into <laughs> the modern day. The lunching pad has uh, it, it basically merged the entire area underneath the Astro Orbiter. Ooh. Astro Orbiter, not Astro Orbitor, which is not a real word. As we yeah. determined, the Astro Orbiter is superior Oh, thankfully we got that <laughs> off of the, our chests several months ago. I thought about this today, guys. Um, maybe is, I a, love how unfocused this episode. The is listener, the I, I was th- I, listen. I think about the show, and I think about how to make it as entertaining as possible. 
because of the subject matter sometimes no i'm i'm but, being very sincere i actually do love how unfocused okay this is. <laughs> so here's my thought is yeah. you know we're doing this which is better disneyland disney world shouldn't we keep an updated tally and like every <laughs> once in a while just let everybody know where we're at I think people would be I more interested to kind of know, like maybe they'll root for a it's thing. It's our annual Twitter post. Something. <laughs> it's like it's our tweet. Because we, ha- I mean, gun to my head, I couldn't tell you who won most things. <laughs> I think know? that Disneyland is generally ahead by a bit, but I also think that that's going to change pretty soon. Well, you've been saying you've been that predicting for a year. that for a while. Yeah. Well, because we keep doing the ones that are kind of weighted towards disneyland but uh what did we decide what did we decide was going to be our halloween episode oh i i thought maybe having the graveyard (laughs) of of the the lands be a halloween episode we could do that that would be fun anyway i'm sorry eric this is going to take longer (laughs) than i expected my dog is looking for food i need to know beef jerky next to me i'm giving her beef jerky. plenty of time here plenty of time (laughs) (laughs) we're Your attention, please. <laughs> the mouse is not as We're not that long into this episode where we expect everything to take two hours. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Current lunching pad. The entire area underneath the Astro Orbiter is now the lunching pad. It's all on mobile order, which is fantastic, by the way. Um, the last time I was in Walt Disney World, I ordered a a monster um, energy drink for my wife and a frozen Coke for me and a uh, churro for both of us. And it took approximately two minutes. It was great. As it should. What you can. Right. Now in the middle of, in the middle of Tomorrowland, it's, it's, we've talked about Tomorrowland in general and uh, it, it, it's part of it's part of the, the 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 land. It's it's right there in the middle, and you can order a uh, a, a foot long hot dog with choice of side, meaning chips. Fourteen ninety five, not, not chips. Uh, no, eleven forty nine. Oh, so close. Now, if you want to get to fourteen dollars, you've got to get a Walt's chili cheese all beef foot long hot dog for thirteen ninety nine. Um, there's also the if you had wings, which is a reference Ooh, to the adjacent former attraction, attraction. Mm-hmm. that you can't go on anymore. Caribbean jerk chicken strips. Listen, it's the 50th yeah, anniversary. Dancing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They're wow. being nostalgic for 50 years of magic oh, okay. or wonder yeah. or dreams or whatever they call it. Whatever the yeah. whatever the sign of the day says. If you had wings, how much for some jerk chicken uh Served with chips. Twelve fifty. Mm. Dan. Uh, Fourteen. Ten seventy nine. What a Ooh, value. A bargain. What a value. They're also known for their pretzels that you can get at most other places that serve pretzels, which is the cream cheese stuffed pretzel or the Mickey pretzel. You can get some cheese sauce for an extra buck. Does the Moroccan the chicken come with ranch? Uh, no, it does not. I'm going to complain. <laughs> the, so is you, this the jalapeno, step up. jalapeno cheese or just cream cheese? 
Uh, just the cream cheese. They don't have the jalapeno I, cheese I at you, this is location. This a, is this a callback from the original cream cheese on Wonder Bread they had in the 80s? <laughs> no. We got this all this cream cheese. It, over it's here kind the of the same. <laughs> <laughs> we got this this pretzel stuffed with cheese. No jalapenos. Nothing. Scrape off the hard parts. It'll work. <laughs> Yeah, guys, uh, this just in giving my dog beef jerky was a mistake. Oh, oh no. good. Good to know. <laughs> She's looking right. everywhere. Go ahead. How much is a churro at Walt Disney World? I must say it was actually the first churro I've had at Walt Disney World that tasted like a Disneyland churro. Ooh. I will admit Disneyland churros. Fantastic. Yeah, here's here's how you know it's better because they don't offer chocolate dipping sauce to make it better. Right. Or or they have it cut up into little bites like they did at um it, like they did in Frontierland, yeah. Um the churro at, at Disney World is 575. Um 7. Close. 639. <sighs> 39. Why 39? 39. It's, it's like the thing they do at Costco when they're getting rid of something. They make the last digit nine instead of seven. They're celebrating right. the 50th anniversary. The the Imagineer who came up with uh, a brake system was in one se- of the rides was 79. 39 years old. When they- <laughs> There we go. <laughs> 39 now. That's a good point. Uh, but yeah, the, like the launching pad uh, these days has, they, they sell Monster Energy Drink. They sell Monster Energy Zero Ultra. Coca-Cola uh, product. They sell Coca-Cola products like uh, a frozen Coke slushy, blues raspberry slushy, um, fountain beverages, coffee. There's a better Joffrey's coffee across the way um, where there used to be. Well, where there is a bathroom, but they have a uh, they have a Joffrey's coffee next to the bathroom. I just want to point out that you are you're denying yourself a joyful experience of always calling it Joffrey's coffee. You know what? I, my, my speech impediment might uh, <laughs> allow that to happen, but uh, you know, the lunching pad offers a few things. It doesn't specialize in anything right now, although it's the only place where you can get Caribbean jerk chicken strips. It's that not the sense. only place where you can get a uh, a hot dog or a hot dog with chili on it. It is one of the few places where you can get a frozen Coca-Cola slushy. I in in Tomorrowland, which in Walt Disney World is similarly to Disneyland, a place that has no shade and is all the heat. It's very nice to get a, a, a frozen beverage and something that tastes good <laughs> along with it. The food options, I give a number out of 10. <laughs> Great. A non-zero um, number, in, a non-zero integer out of 10. Um, I, I'm holding out the point for the non-IP aspect of it. I, I, I enjoy... The pun. I enjoy the lunching pad. I enjoy. I've always enjoyed it. I think it's clever. Very Can I much get a like point for the pun. <laughs> maybe. Hold on. Maybe. Um, oh no. Like I the mean, store, the the ice cream place across the way. What, what's it called? It was the. Oh, maybe it's not there anymore. 
Uh, no, it's anti gravity. Anti gravity. Yeah, yeah. That that's that kind of thing is very Disney seventies, eighties. You know, just it's it's Tomorrowland, it's space theme, and you've got the launching pad. You've got anti gravity or anti gravities. That I like that that it's kind of remained, but it also feels kind of stale. I mean, because I, you know the the speedway is in Tomorrowland still. It just this is the Tomorrowland problem. We'll get into it, but. Anyway, uh, there's also another place where you can get food that we haven't talked about yet that we will talk about just because we uh, kind of have to have a third place to eat food in Tomorrowland. Is it the not what you're not talking about Tomorrowland Terrace? I'm talking about the current Tomorrowland Terrace. Can you eat the original there? Tomorrowland Terrace being renamed Cosmic Rays Starlight Cafe? Uh allowed the um, Plaza Pavilion Terrace Dining to become Tomorrowland Terrace. That's what it's called to this day, but But it's not open, right? All the times I've been there, it's never been open. It's it's always been a seasonal thing. And do do you want to talk about it now or do we want Dan to talk about it? No, we want Dan to talk. It's it's time for Dan. So at this point, I, I didn't hear anything that warranted points outside of the non IP aspect of this dining location. So, uh, so now, I'm still ahead. <laughs> I appreciate the mobile order aspect. If they served breakfast, they would get a point like the cosmic galactic thing did. Um, but Dan, go ahead and talk about alien pizza planet. Okay. So this place is, was originally opened as red rockets pizza port. Yes, it was. Uh, Yes. Doesn't make any sense because it's clearly themed to the thing in the other thing known as Toy Story. But it's Story. important to note that they brought back the rocket, or like OG 1955 the rocket, rocket. The TWA rocket. Right. Um, which, is, which is a neat nod. So they brought that back. But then they yeah, called it, it Red Rocket, which is, I believe, a euphemism for a phallus? <laughs> I don't know. Fellas, I don't know way. that that's the case. I don't think that that was the intent. I think they might have figured out that people thought that was a thing. Well, um, rather that it happens to be red and it's mm-hmm. a rocket. And so yes. it's red rockets. They sold pizza, red rockets, pizza, and they had needed alliteration and it became port. Yes. Um, Now, uh, it's kind of loosely themed to the place from Toy Story, uh, which was basically a stand in for Chuck E. Cheese. Um, Mm -hmm. And from the website, the Disney.go.go.com.go.gov.net. Nosh on specialty food and drinks inspired by the lovable little aliens from Disney and Pixar's Toy Story films. Prepare for an intergalactic feast for your eyes and appetites. Choose from a variety of satisfying selections, including a stellar variety of pastas, pizza, and salads. Yes, Eric, did you have a question? I saw a hand go up in the conference room. It actually read Nosh on a thing. Yes. Our studies noted that people really love when we use words like nosh. Um, Also, bites and sips. Bites and sips. You want another bite and sip of this delicious text? Here we go. In search of an unusual dessert, sink your teeth into an alien-shaped macaroon. Ooh, it says ooh. Uh, All menu (laughs) items are subject to change that notice. Explore Martian memorabilia. 
Hi, I'm another corporate douchebag, and I'm going to take over and read this part. Alien Pizza Planet is located where the mission to Mars attraction once stood, and the then-revolutionary ride offered daily flights to the Red Planet from 1975 to 1992. Before that, and before the 1969 Lunar Landing, Park guests boarded a rocket to the moon at this storied site. Peruse a slice of Disney history as you enjoy your slice of pizza. Original posters advertising past Tomorrowland attractions in the back wall are a must-see for any Disney buff. Wait a minute, Dan. Yes. When you did your corporate douchebag voice, (laughs) it reminded me of something. (laughs) Do your impression of Bob Chapek. I don't know. I don't have one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and how dare you, Bob Chapek? Dan doesn't have a Bob Chapek in his bag. It's nowhere near that lively. <laughs> <laughs> or in what, touch. What might it sound like, Dan? <laughs> I don't know, but if you want to hear the real Bob Chapek, you can listen to the Dirty, Dirty Yellow's, Yellow's Trap. Trap. There you go. <laughs> It doesn't, need your promotion. Feed. <laughs> it doesn't need your promotion. It's going great. It's doing, it's doing killer numbers. So let me, I got to say, uh, before we get any further, uh, this is where Mission to Mars used to be, which we got this Supreme instead of Alien Encounter, <laughs> which totally. was so dumb. <laughs> but okay, whatever. We have so it. You, you, the breadsticks are left- apparently good. You left up an attraction that people um, liked but was outdated, and then you got a restaurant instead. Well, I think what I'm trying to imply by not directly saying it, which is a bad habit that I need to break, um, is that Alien Encounter, if it opened first in California, would still be open in its original state. True. Mm. Oh, my. Agreed. All the locals would keep it there. Oh, they would love it. Um, too scary. In fact, in too fact scary. they could totally, they could just, they could probably open it now and make some adjustments to update it. Definitely get Jeffrey Jones out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> and I think it would be a hit. I think people would totally respond to it. And well, wasn't who, like Tyra Banks in the pre-show too? She Somebody was. Random. Yeah, I thought so. It, it was her face, but she was dubbed in by somebody right. else. Really? Yeah. It wasn't her voice. Wow. Anyway. I don't know why. I don't. I maybe you could I, use I, Jeffrey I, Jones' voice and do a different face. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Again, one of my favorite moments from going on that attraction was a young child being mortified and like crawled out of their seat, which was kind of hard to do, and just screaming and crying in the middle of all the chaos. And I started laughing and, and pointing because I'm a terrible Aww. person. <laughs> I I love that the first time I went on it, um, I was on a band trip. And yep. (laughs) And uh, because the line was very long, we missed our meetup at the uh, where we were supposed to all get back together and watch the fireworks together. And because we missed that meetup, we got grounded for the next day, which meant that we had to spend the entire day with. um, No, that's right. It was a choir trip, not a band trip. Uh, we, we missed. <laughs> yeah. I was in both band and choir. Says the guy who lettered in choir. Nice. <laughs> I have a I letterman's jacket. Yeah. yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah. 
I I had to spend the entire day with my choir director and his wife, and it was one of the best days I've ever had at Epcot. That's great because you were because grounded. We were grounded, and we got to spend the entire day with adults. Nice. <laughs> my my uh, seventh grader next year will be an eighth grader. He is in band, plays the trombone, predominantly because all the eighth grade band goes to Disney World every year. Mm. And I'm like, I'm going to book it for everybody on concierge.com. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to be a chaperone. Let's go. Look at you. So uh, I'm a trombonist, by the way, just oh. just in case you forgot from earlier episodes. You always that I was struck on. me as a tromboner. Mm hmm. Yep. 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 Boner man uh, through and through. Well, I was a cool kid. I was the uh, president of the thespian club. So mm-hmm. uh, let's move oh, on. Oh, everybody you respects nerds. a thespian. <laughs> All right, Dan, let's, uh, let's move this thing along. I'm tired of all the distractions. Let's go. Come on. I, I'm going to keep them coming. Um, so we got the dog boners. I see what you did there. Uh, what? Keep them coming. <laughs> Uh, how long can we make out. this episode last that Jimmy oh, wanted no, to I got last it. an that hour? That would be awesome. I, I have 13 minutes. <laughs> go ahead. Go, Dan. Go. What okay. do they well, serve there? Good. Okay. Let me rush through. Like, No, uh, you don't have to uh, rush. I'm you know what? Pretend- Let's talk about the uh, the brand of cheese sauce offered. <laughs> oh, my God. Pretzels. Is it Gels? It's really gross. It's By not way, good. If you say Gels as though you're imagining the the... The consistency of the Gels cheese. It's Ew. really fun. Yeah, right? Gels. We need more Gels. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Dan. <laughs> okay. So let's go to TV Entertainment. Here we go. We got Buff Style. So, zip, dab. Okay, start over. Uh, time for a break? I don't know. Eric's Lots doing the shimp lap. All right. right. Okay. So, theming and entertainment. It's a buffetile, buffeteria style service. Oh, I thought you were trying to say buffet. No, it's not. Buffeteria. It it, it has both the qualities of a buffet and a cafeteria. They don't want to call it a cafeteria because it's magic. And they don't want to call it a buffet because it's a cafeteria. Uh, oh jimmy we're in for another hour of this so if you're not sure what that is think of the french market and plaza Inn. those are both buffeterias which is the dumbest word they've ever come up with (laughs) um so let's see uh i have a quote here from the author douglas adams that kind of relates to this In short, all the paraphernalia common to all restaurants where little expense has been spared to give the impression that no expense has been spared. That describes this place (laughs) swimmingly. Um, The uh, original theming was somewhere between the Toy Story uh, pizza place in the movie and a retro Tomorrowland, and it was bad. Um, They... Uh, th- what? I'm sorry. I haven't seen these notes in a week. <laughs> so, okay. So it's themed to the pizza place from the to- uh, Toy Story. We saw that. Uh, it's kind of well done considering that it's trying to do that. Meaning that like, it's kind of like that Dinoland thing where it's like, okay, well, it's, it's a good rendition of this thing that is known for being cheap and gross 
but did we need are we happy that we're doing this? You know, I've, I've never uh, yeah. been in this restaurant before since, since it was red rockets. I went all the time when it was red rockets. They had a killer pesto, like pasta mm-hmm. thing. Um, the chicken fusilli. Yeah, it was really good. I'm yeah, looking I'm, at it and there I is a planet there. that is reminiscent of Jupiter, but it is uh-huh. very clearly pizza. See, you get it. Mm. It's a pizza is, planet. Yeah. Which is terrible, but if you apply the look, I do not like this place, I, and but it has its it has its place. I'm gonna I eat there when we go in December or okay. whatever next um, couple weeks. August. <laughs> this August. month is August. Two weeks from now. So, uh, yes, it is terrible, and it's exactly the kind of thing that I do not like existing in the world. However. That what you mentioned right there is exactly the kind of thing that that kind of thing existing in the world would do, if that makes sense. If it's like, okay, we're going to make a pizza place themed to alien stuff. Well, then, of course, we're going to have a star map with planets that are named after like mozzarella and tomato Mm. sauce. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's 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 bad. But as somebody who is a former employee of Charles entertainment cheese, <laughs> that is the kind of crap that they do. Um, <laughs> so, and I think that if we're going to, I mean, we're kind of in this neighborhood, if they wanted to, they could have had like five video games and the concept becomes oh, great. Totally. Yep. And totally. I mean, they could lean in on the generation X retro aesthetic and then uh, make, and make money off of clueless millennials who don't know that, you know, we're actually playing them. Instead, uh, they have a pasta dish and then also a, a small like bunt cake that has a Chewbacca oh, like, no. spray painted onto the chocolate medallion. Uh, are they amazing IP now? Yeah, whatever, Mr. Snack Bar over there. Let's let's <laughs> so, so they got a Toy Story restaurant, which they didn't really do, and they added it's, Chewbacca. It's a nod. It's it's a nod in that direction. Okay, hold on. You are okay. not no. allowed to get upset if they're adding IP to things that don't fit. <laughs> no, I, well, that's fair. Okay, fine. Fine. I will go full Jeremy on you. <laughs> wow. It's just is this Supreme Resort, Jeremy, or Walkabout, Jeremy? <laughs> no comment. Um, so, okay. Uh, there's a rocket. Yes, there's a rocket outside. Oh, I didn't, fin- I didn't fin- finish up this last part. Be- so I think that we should add uh, a couple video games in there just for funsies because we are a part of the human centipede known as modern culture. There we go. Oh, I got the check out. Uh, there's a rocket. <laughs> it used to shoot out mist from the bottom. Uh, it sometimes does, but I think the CLR budget was stripped. <laughs> so, uh, and what is CLR? Actually, uh, calcium lime rust remover. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, um, I've been making that joke for a long time. On That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I've see, really, I'm clearly lame. Um, <laughs> I don't know what R is. Sorry. Anyway, sorry. I, I was going to, I wasn't going to save it. I, I, I would like to, for the nostalgia of Disneyland 1955, putting that rocket back where it was is worthy Before of a point. Before you assign a number of points, I want to okay. add that if you look at the restaurant from Toy Story mm-hmm. and you look at the rest, the uh, alien pant, pants planet pizza, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. You can see the the vista kind of looks 
like it it's it's pretty damn close to the movie and in the movie it has that rocket so that rocket serves oh, to two purposes interesting it also it's a it's a uh homage and it is also it makes the thing more like the thing that it's only kind of trying I like to be that. like. I'm glad you said that. I will award it two points for rocket slash homage to, and I didn't even think about the movie, but that's very good. Thank you. Thank you. That was the sound. Yes. Well, the, the half second of Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Which you and, might have heard uh, from that very location sometime in the 90s. <laughs> yes. Once or twice. Um and the coke cart that is always uh like kind of just outside of the restaurant mm-hmm. used to be under that and it used to shoot i think it still does sometimes i remember that that was really cool out of the cart yeah i love yeah, that they had to like do all sorts of like studies to figure out what the velocity right. what velocity would shoot it up and not make it explode <laughs> the bottle of coke like you order one and the bottle would shoot out of the thing well, and the best, the, 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 my favorite part about that is that it's, it's like, okay, one Coke. Okay. It's $15. Thank you. And then they like, they load it into the shooter mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> so, and it's like, you're supposed to like, not look, <laughs> it's just like, okay. Ooh, look, it's goofy. <laughs> and I'm going to press the button that knows what you ordered now. <laughs> yeah. For, for the listener that doesn't exist anymore, but that was a really cool effect that the, <laughs> The, the bottle of soda would shoot out like a rocket in front of the mm-hmm. rocket. Could you, uh, like, catch the bottle? No, they would have no, to catch No, I think it, they, right? ch- they catch the bottle. And I think if you try mm-hmm. to catch the bottle, then they slap your hand and go, no. <laughs> uh, and they have to sign, a, like, a release thing. It's insane. Um, so, yeah, the interior is themed to be a themed pizza restaurant. And uh, it's not super immersive, but they clearly tried. Um, the exterior enough, is though. add some games in there. They used to have an arcade. Well, Those things are probably sitting collecting dust across the way. That's what I'm thinking. But I mean, looking at this from a charitable point of charitable point of view, I think they were trying to like suggest the IP without going fully into it because um, this was built at a time when the California audience was kind of disdainful of ip like mm-hmm. and i think the fry cart was happening at about this time so they were like we gotta tread lightly yes yes <laughs> um so um the exterior is uh, themed the the facing it the exterior is themed to be you know the restaurant from the movie the mm-hmm. seating area the exterior of the th- of the seating area is themed to be a restaurant people walk by as they walk up a walkway to get in line for space mountain right but it's shaded um Ooh. so you know points for that so you have inside seating with air conditioning and you have outside seating which is mostly shaded mm-hmm. um if you try to get Seating out in front of the building it may or not be may or may not be shaded depending on the time of day, but the building's very large, so mm-hmm. like half the day it's shaded. Um, let's see. I believe it's I IP. gave Cosmic yes. Rays a point for a massive restaurant that's air conditioned. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Mm. So I think mm-hmm. I have to give this a point for the same. Now the the seating inside is not as big as the seating outside, but to your it's point, it's big. most 
It's mostly shaded and it's Southern California. So even on a hot day, it's probably fairly comfortable. Not unlike and it, uh, the Casa Frito. Yeah. True. And it's it's enough seating that you don't have to like, you know, stab a person to get it. And you can also kind of gauge by looking from the outside. Oh, there's plenty of seating. We, this is safe to go. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry. I stepped on you giving me a point. Possibly. So I'll, I'll, I'll give it a point because it's only fair in equity, a point for air conditioning and size. I love those equity points. Uh, so yeah, it's IP and it looks close enough to the exterior of the thing in the thing. Um, do we want to get to our uh, well before we get to our menu i want to also add that besides what that you will hear on uh the the piece of audio that asher made for us uh the <laughs> menu also includes parfaits uh actually so does uh galaxy uh, not tomorrowland grill. terrace thank you galaxy grill uh, it really it, does it, look like the movie yeah I'm showing Eric yeah. and Dan a picture no, of the doesn't. Pizza Planet from the. That's it's, what it that's looks like. Real. It's very close. It's very Look close. That's not. That's an image of of from the movie. Yes, yes, it is, and it looks like the image from in front of the restaurant. Do you really want? Do, do you really want to have a thing in Tomorrowland that looks like a movie from 1996? I don't know. How do you feel about having uh, Buzz Lightyear ride in your Tomorrowland? We both have a buzz like you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We've covered this. It so looks I, the I same. Think, yeah. I don't think that they looked at it and they're like, okay, we need to make great efforts to make this look exactly the same. I think it was more just like, oh, hey, and by the way, if you just change this, put that there, it looks really super close. So let's just do that. I think it was just it was kind of an easy answer where they're like, well, we apparently Alien Encounter makes people poop in their pants. So we don't have that budget because it was do? great. It was, it was very good. It was that good. <laughs> and, then they, right. and then and then they got scared and they peed. So anyway, um, <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> so they have parfaits. They're usually seasonal. I'm not a parfait person, but I hear they're great based on the YouTube channels. Nobody that I watch. has to be parfait. Just be the person you want to be. <laughs> um, so uh, they also have slushies and frozen I'm not engaging that. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> don't, don't even know what you're talking The about. word parfait in French translates to perfect. So I'm saying oh. you don't have to be parfait, Dan. Just be oui. the best man you can be. Oui, oui. All right. <laughs> Uh, yes sir (laughs) so uh mr uh snack bar over there was very impressed with his slushies and frozen drinks i'll have you know that alien pants of pizza also has slushies and frozen drinks um and they also have uh, seasonal and specialty pizzas and pastas that sometimes change by the day and i'm going to get more into that after asher Shares with you the full regular menu at Alien Pizza 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 Planet Turtle Power. The Alien Pizza Planet Port Planet has the following pasta options. The Countdown Chicken Fusilli. Fusilli pasta topped with seasoned grilled chicken. A Parmesan pesto cream sauce with sun-dried tomatoes and shaved Parmesan cheese. Tomato cream pasta, 
Italian sausage and bell peppers served on top of chef's choice of pasta toss with blessed sauce. If you're a cool kid who likes pizza you're in for a real treat as the alien planet port has this pizza which is pizza. Hawaiian style pizza, slice, topped with spiced pizza sauce, Canadian bacon, mozzarella and parmesan cheese blend and green onions. I think that was the Mega specialty. Pepperoni, slice, celestial tomato sauce topped with mozzarella cheese and extra large slices of pepperoni. Mall's 114 cheese pizza, slice, celestial tomato sauce with a generous topping of mozzarella cheese. For moms and nerds you can also get a salad. These include the Centurion Caesar Salad, grilled chicken breast atop crisp romaine lettuce tossed in Caesar dressing, with croutons and parmesan cheese. Astro Antipasto Salad, crisp lettuce with pepperoni, tomatoes, mixed olives, pepperoncini, fresh mozzarella, roasted red pepper, artichoke hearts, and roasted onion, with balsamic vinaigrette and shaved parmesan cheese. Sides include a side salad and garlon bread which is just garlic bread. It's served with a zesty dipping sauce. The kids' Disney check meal for kids who are still kids but aren't babies is Space Jetty with meatballs. Served with carrots, Space Jetty. cuties mandarin, he doesn't choice of small low-fat milk or small Dasani water. Meets Disney nutrition guidelines for complete meals without substitutions. <laughs> kids' menu items for children who aren't big enough to go on the big rides. Kid-sized cheese pizza. Served with carrots, a cutie's mandarin, and choice of small low-fat milk or small Dasani water. And that's it. You babies. And for desert. <laughs> Turtle power. <laughs> desert. Yeah, no, I just want to be clear. That, that's Asher saying that the salads are for moms and nerds. We don't <laughs> hold that opinion. No, no. So, everybody loves salads here at some, the Supreme Resort. Something that I appreciate is that... It's not like a Caesar salad with light year lettuce and, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like that the fact that they didn't, but they themed it like space, which I like. You know, you get a spacey salad or whatever. I like that. Not Kevin Spacey, by the way. It made like space. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, oh a spacey salad no. is a totally different thing. That's inappropriate for this podcast. With canceled carrots. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, molesty mushrooms. <laughs> these, these carrots are shaped weird. Anyway, so um, oh no. So <laughs> apparently, they also have gluten-free pizza, which I hear is very good. Um, it I'm not is. A, I'm not a, a huge fan of pizza. This is basically this is one of those mini situations where it's like, okay, I'm arguing for this, but this is totally not for me. However, <laughs> I do love their antipasto salad. Mm. Um, you can buy pizza by the slice only. However, yep. whole pizza can be purchased for $45. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, and oh, if you're wow. doing only that, 45, uh, huh? <laughs> if you're doing that, um, then I don't know that you should know about the pizza place. That's pretty good outside in downtown Disney or not, but it mm. exists. Oh, Napoli. Um, oh, Naples. You mean Naples? Yes. Yeah, that one. Uh, never ever called anything else. So the, uh, some specialty pizzas that I found, these are all from Yelp. So it's not exhaustive. The spicy char siu pork pizza. Uh, and I believe these are 
daily. So I think if you just like go check out what they have and be like, maybe sometimes it's really good. They have a chicken pesto pizza, buffalo ranch chicken, a cheeseburger pizza, a supreme, also mm. a chicken par- parmesan pizza. Ooh. A delicium 639, which looks like it includes uh, salty spiced meats, onions, olives, pesto, and a single cherry tomato. And I have a picture of that, and it looks yummy. Okay. Um, they have a bruschetta poultryum, which is, can you guess what kind of meat's on there? Chicken. Chicken. Poultryum. Yes, mm-hmm. you speak alien. Mm-hmm. And as far as pasta goes, they have had a deconstructed ravioli, which I'm sure looks horrific, but probably tastes wonderful. Deconstructed lasagna, cosmic chili pasta. There you go, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> like from what I've from what I've heard from the um, from the reviews and you know from the YouTubes and whatever. As far as is it good or not, this place has a, a reputation for not being good. And I, the pizza is the regular pizza is kind of notoriously not good. However, the chicken fusilli is really good, according to many people. Um, Magic Journeys, they love it. Uh, I love the antipasto. It's it's a good antipasto. Um, and then the specialty items tend to fly under the radar, but they seem to offer occasionally very good things. And we talk a lot about the place being perfect, really well f- suited for the park that it's in. Mm-hmm. And I think this falls into that category of like, well, hey, here we are. This is we're here every Thursday. Let's go check out what they have at the Pizza Planet pants thing and maybe that's where we eat or maybe we avoid it like we usually do because it's Mm -hmm. usually disgusting um so that adds a fun thing that i didn't even know existed about this place right um according to yelp it's got a three-star average um and i got let's see i can read some of the reviews but it sounds like jimmy you don't want to take longer than we need to no i think Uh, however you wanna i got zero stars okay go ahead (laughs) Okay. I'm extremely salty about the entire experience. I'm angry that I wasted money, time, calories, and ruined my stomach. Better spent in the millions of other tasty treats at Disneyland Park and the surrounding area that offers food a thousand times yummier than this place. I thought it would be good. I thought wrong. (laughs) Now, I love when somebody is this clearly angry and uses a word like yummy. Yummy. Uh, well, especially about theme park pizza. Like, what did yes. you expect? What did you expect? <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, all right. I got some land impact. I got some uh, all sorts of things here. Well, let, let's uh, uh, yep. let's move uh-huh. it along, and we'll mm-hmm. come back to land impact because we got to do land impact for for both of your restaurants. But let's get got with it. Eric to talk about uh, Tomorrowland Terrace, the third offering, which is seasonal. Oh, you my. got something to say about it? Mm-hmm. I do. I do have something to say about the Plaza Pavilion Terrace Dining location, which was an original weird crossover between Main Street USA and Tomorrowland. At some point um, now, when when Tomorrowland became when Tomorrowland in 1994 took on its its new aesthetic. It did not incorporate this area into it necessarily. 
which is weird because it's this little area in between the Plaza Pavilion restaurant and Tomorrowland. That's very clearly part of Tomorrowland and has been in the branding. It's been in the, the style aesthetic of Tomorrowland for a long time. But in 1994, it did not rename this area the Tomorrowland Terrace, but it it took a few more years. Well, it took a lot more years. It was approximately 2008, 2009 when it became the Tomorrowland Noodle Station. And this is an area that's uh, that's between the two. The two lands and uh, it became a noodle station that held this distinction of being a instead of being a general here's a place where you can get another burger place it became here's a place where you can get a noodle bowl with uh, beef and broccoli which is odd and it became known for a place where you could show up get some food and then hang out on the terrace itself and watch the fireworks in the Mm -hmm. evenings. And that's when Disney realized, wait, we have gold here. This was the first place I'm aware of at Walt Disney world where they created dessert parties in 2009. Uh, You could start to do a dessert party in this location and watch the wishes fireworks wishes if you ever wanted a child to sing to you about fireworks this is where you could do it and you could eat snacks and have desserts while you did that and uh, they really hit on a great concept because for years after that starting really big in 2010 uh, they they made this a big deal. You could book a reservation at the dessert party and show up at this location and watch the fireworks from the terrace. Now, this has morphed into the current day where they finally realized, oh, wait, oh, we've been doing this all wrong. We could do three dessert parties from the same location And holy crap, did they ever go for it with the 50th anniversary? There is the pre-party and the after-party. So the pre-party starts at uh, $99 for an adult and $59 per child. Uh, You show up 90 minutes before the fireworks begin. You have your dessert party. You have your adult drinks. They have some vodka, punch, veb beverages and beers Mm. there they have a bunch of sweet desserts that are really phenomenal really good desserts and then you go into the plaza gardens viewing area on the hub on the astroturf you get to watch the fireworks from there they have the after party which is the same price where you check in 60 minutes before the disney enchantment fireworks fireworks begin and you watch from the reserved viewing area. And then you, after the fireworks are done, go back into the Tomorrowland Terrace and enjoy the same treats. Or you could watch from the Tomorrowland Terrace during the fireworks section, like the actual fireworks. 
you have the treats and seats. Uh, oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. No well, sips on oh. this one. Well, no, just treats and seats. Uh, there are also sips involved. Obviously <clears throat> it's the same menu for all three things. How much more would you spend to watch the fireworks from the Tomorrowland Terrace during the fireworks show? $90, I'm guessing. Are you asking how much I would spend? Exactly. Yeah, well, if the current tickets are $99 for an adult, how much more would you spend to watch from the Tomorrowland Terrace versus watching with the plebes on the AstroTurf in the Plaza Gardens area? I'm confused. Can they pay me? Well, uh, you know what? You, you two, you two communists. Uh, don't hold on, clearly. hold on. Jimmy's a very good capitalist. I'm the bad one. That's true. <laughs> and and I'm confused. How much because more do you think it costs? I don't understand. So, well, uh, I can tell you that the pricing at. Disneyland's uh, Tomorrowland Skyline Lounge experience, where you can also see the fireworks with a dessert party and reserved seating and activities and a host that will bring you all of your things and a and uh, chargers for all of your accoutrement. Ooh. Oh. And uh, you can come and go because it's not in the middle of everything and you can kind of hang out for hours and just have a place to put your stuff. At, that's $60. So if where is that? That, then that's silly. It's where in Tomorrowland. Where? Uh, remember where uh, America's Is it Sings from the Star Wars launch bay? Yeah. Second oh, level. Yes. launch bay. Oh, okay, yes, cool. It is. So, uh, Eric, I, I, I let you go because um, I, for the listener, just for their knowledge, but I can't award this any points because it's not even listed as a restaurant. It's listed as pay me extra for watching fireworks, which it would. It's would listed be as a restaurant. It's not. So it's the Skyline Lounge. These it, it experiences are part of it. Well, when if you go into the Disney World app and you click on the little little fork and knife, it doesn't give you a restaurant. It gives you four choices. It's either Disney's not so spooky, spectacular dessert party at Tomorrowland Terrace. It's a Disney dessert party, Plaza Viewing, 50th anniversary fireworks. It's not a restaurant. It's what Dan's talking about. So they negate each other and and it's a cash grab because it used to be a place that you, this would be a third place that you could eat, which would then give it points. And now it's a third it, place that you have to pay to have the privilege of watching something that would otherwise be free. And Dan's okay. got the same thing. So I'm going to okay. negate it. Fine. I would argue that this is also where Frankenstein's monster was made. Because now you can't do anything with good seating without getting a reservation. And Absolutely. Like, and I don't know if this is where it started, okay. but maybe. So anyway, I appreciate the information, but I'm going to just kind of stop it here and say I've got to feed my children and... <laughs> My dog. It's $114 oh, per geez. adult. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Um, after okay. you've paid your 134 to get in. Um, now, right. don't, okay. get, don't get me wrong. I have paid and I will again pay the $89 oh, for, your for the resource seating that's, for Phantasmic. That's $89. Because I am a full-on simp for Phantasmic. But that's but an $89 get, meal. And oh, yeah, by the oh, way, yeah, you, you get, get reserved seating. Yeah, and with discounts, it kind of works. I mean, it's still expensive. It's still an expensive meal, but you anyway you get so lunch. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because we need to close it up, and um, I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. I'm gonna give a point to 
uh, Disney World for the keeping the lunching pad, not adding unnecessary IP. I'm going to give it a point for that. It is now tied four to four. Oh, come on. It's going to take forever. <laughs> come on, so, Charles Iceberg. I, I'll, I'll, so I'll, I'll see if there's some land impact here. It's relegated to the back corner of Tomorrowland. Say what you will, good or bad. It, it You can avoid it. What I like about that is you can avoid it or engage with it. You don't have to deal well, with it if you don't want to. You have to engage with it because you have to walk by it in order to get to Space Mountain. Yeah, but you're walking by it. You're not walking through it. Mm-hmm. You're kind of walking through the seating area in a way. Yeah, yeah, you you see it as you're heading into yeah. Space Mountain. You see it's, that it's area unavoidable. of, of sad people I'm eating gonna, horrible I'm things. That's that. bad. I'm, I'm saying, saying that's unavoidable. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying that that's that's a Space Mountain problem, though. That's oh, interesting. Q is off. Space Mountain came first. <laughs> I wasn't on the show when you did Space Mountain. I don't know what you did. I've never uh, listened to this show before. <laughs> seems to have more than enough seating. I you don't see a whole lot of people eating food on trash cans around there. It's very <laughs> 90s Tomorrowland, good or bad. Uh when the stage isn't oh that's the other place. Uh <laughs> which we did I'm gonna say, land impact I'm gonna say anyway. Uh, I think we did. Oh, uh let me see. Did we do impact? Let me see. Let me see. Let me land see. land impact. Land uh, impact. Uh, Cosmic Rays is a place within the land and Lunching Pad is the land. Okay. You could Live definitely miss Cosmic Rays. You could. Right. You could and miss here, it. Here we go. Hold on. I have a thing. Live Entertainment acts as environmental enhancement for the entire area. Boom. Absolutely. That is land Absolutely. impact. 100%. Um, um, there, yes. So what what I want to get to is is right now it's currently tied. Uh, I have not yet Wait, awarded a point. On. What about hold the on, environmental impact? I'm not there yet. I want to talk about this. I want to take your competitive nature away, the work that you did to research these absolutely <laughs> unnecessary subjects. Yes. <laughs> um I I'm I'm totally torn because Okay. Cosmic Rays is my favorite place in Magic Kingdom. That is my favorite place to eat. I recommend it to all my clients. I recommend it. It's my favorite place to eat for all the reasons. Um, the lunching largest, pad. Largest restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Largest restaurant. All the things. The, I mean, Pecos Bill is pretty close to, to that capacity, right? True. Um, true. Pecos Bill's is pretty close. Which they is my other go-to. But Multiple um, giant restaurants. But is the yeah. Food yeah and good? Multiple levels. It's fine. But we're not talking about Pecos Bill. Uh, I like Cosmic Ray's food. It's theme park burgers, whatever. But anyway. Um, but as far as impact goes, you can, you can miss it. Um, I like the Tomorrowland Terrace or excuse me. I'm sorry. I like the Galactic Grill got, for the more for for mobile order breakfast. The fact that it's open for breakfast, uh, the, to your point, the entertainment aspect of it, that I cry every time I watch the, the Jedi training Academy, it's my dolphin mm-hmm. show. Um, mm-hmm. pizza well, now planet. they have the, the dance parties from seven to 11 PM. They have dance parties with Stitch and Ooh. a host that facilitates dancing with the children. Uh, it's very kid-centric. Uh, characters and not just Stitch, it's a lot of characters. It's four hours of dancing and late night fun. So you get a lot of different characters and uh, it looks fun. I mean, I don't have children. <laughs> that's what I know of. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, yeah. so Sunny Eclipse is a robot. That's pretty great. <laughs> Here's here's my point, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm the host of the show. I'm also the judge of this thing. And I'm truly trying to figure out which is better between these resorts. Mm-hmm. My my point is the lunching pad may as well be Tomorrowland or Galactic Grill. Pizza Port 
may as well be cosmic rays. So they are, Mm -hmm. to me, they are the same. And what I'm asking the two of you, if you could take your sort of prejudice because of what you did to research these things and home resort, whatever, what do you think is better? As far as Tomorrowland restaurants go, the the cosmic rays, the air conditioning, the condiment bar, the the breadth of 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 menu that's a higher quality than is the Pizza Planet, or the Pizza Planet. Wait, that hold is, on. Oh, hold I'm asking. On. There are asking. items. Okay, okay. I okay. I'm okay. asking. So, and then the Pizza Planet, which is a really cool theme. It looks like the movie. It's got the rocket that's not, not only either inspired the rocket outside the pizza planet is either inspired by 1955 Disneyland or 1955 Disneyland. I don't know. It's, it's, it's really cool. I really enjoy that. And then the lunching pad, which is a snack bar that's got some food, right? You can eat there. Um, and the Tomorrowland uh, galactic grill, which is effectively a counter service place, similar stuff, maybe a little bit more robust meals, but I don't, I truly don't know as a package, I'm going to which counter is better. this. I'm going to counter this question with a, with another question. If they were to take Sunny Eclipse and put him in Pizza Planet, would this conversation even happen? No, not for me. No, it's it's a done deal. Um, Are you if saying there's no, that, uh, if there's no Sunny my, Eclipse at if there's no Sunny Eclipse at Cosmic Rays, Cosmic Rays is not as good. I have another I can question say for you. For most people who go to Cosmic Rays, they are not sitting in the same location as Sunny Eclipse. That's fair. They're going and getting a bland that's, not, yeah, cheese that's true. sandwich, that's true. chicken sandwich. And this show is for the for the you know layman guest. If they didn't know all of this stuff, which would they like better? And that's a that's an argument against Cosmic Rays at the end of the day. True. Yeah. Yeah, it's the largest restaurant on property, but only a third the of the people who sit there can actually if sit only. and watch the robot that is singing all day. I mean, to me, that's kind of what it comes down to. And I mean, I'm not I think the food in most of these places isn't I, it's not great. If you're eating. Yeah. If you to me, if, if I'm eating a, at a place that serves burgers, exclusively burgers at Disney Park, I'm not with people that I like the choices that they made because. And by the way, to I be wasn't fair to the one who Ray's, it. it's not exclusively burgers, but neither is Galactic Grill. <laughs> right. True. Yeah. Yeah. You can get what? a Caesar salad that is. I wanted to say a stellar Caesar salad. It's not. It, it's it's a Caesar salad. These it's are romaine these lettuce. Are, and these then you got crappy horse, pizza. These are food workhorses. Right. That is sometimes so, good with the with the daily specials. And you and you even said yeah. the chicken fusilli is was something really that good. you've enjoyed. And I guess it, the breadsticks are really good, too. From what I hear, it's very good. The breadsticks, so, the garlon bread. Uh, so where I'm I at love now, the antipasto. Where I'm at now is the, the fundamental tiebreaker here is the terrace stage. That is a fundamental mm, tiebreaker because, grill. yeah, Galactic Grill with the stage with live performance, even though it's Stitch or whatever it might be, if it's the mm-hmm. Star Wars Jedi Training Academy, whatever, that that is fundamentally the only thing that sets any of these things apart. Now, what about what about the dessert parties? What about I don't a location? Like the, I don't like the cash <laughs> grab. I don't like the cash grab. And Disneyland's got one, too. It doesn't count. 
Well, as yeah, package, they have one guys. I, I think their I think, cash grab is a worse cash grab. You're sitting on a balcony that doesn't it, face. But it's less expensive. I can do it's less this, expensive I can, because it doesn't make any sense to it's watch been the fireworks from that location. We're, we're talking about the dining options in the parks, not the extra. You know, I'm not. I, I'm taking that out of the equation because I think they I'm negate gonna, each other. But I would wanna, you spend I, I the money? Address, I want to no, address this in a way. I wouldn't that spend could it for either prob- one. I want to address this in a way that could probably solve both of these things. What if we say that that is a firework? thing not a tomorrow not a tomorrowland dining thing. yes i think that that's fair i want i want to take that off the table for this argument and eric both dan and eric be objective with me because i don't know and i know it doesn't matter and i know it's incredibly stupid and now we're on three hours of these supreme I, okay. restaurants <laughs> so taking taking them as a whole i yes. think that in tomorrowland at disneyland you have um a wider variety of types of foods that you can get because at Disney world, it's kind of, it's variations on snack bar theme, right? It's burger, it, it's hot dogs and it's burgers and salads, chicken sandwich, all that kind of stuff. And I will say, despite having a delightful experience, having a churro and a frozen Coke the last time I was at, at Disney world at the lunging pad, I don't, I actively don't like eating in Tomorrowland mm-hmm. at Disney and World. How much do you dislike eating <laughs> Tomorrowland in Disneyland? Um, well, he's I, already said that he hasn't sometimes, eaten at the pizza place. No, no, sometimes the food is good. I have eaten at the pizza place. Oh, I like there the and I, I like the antipasta salad. I, I, there are times that I actually crave it. And then I think to myself, well, that means I'm going to have to walk through Tomorrowland and uh, never mind. Um but all right, so here's what I'm going to boil it down to. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we got to be done because my dog's going insane and I got to feed my kids. Um, your kids that- can find food at Cosmic Rays. <laughs> oh my god, as it's as only as a few hours away. Now we went we went through Pecos Bills and and we went through um, Casa de Frito, and we just kind of landed on. <laughs> I don't think quality of food was necessarily in play. I think it was about experience, right? So if we're dealing with this from an experience perspective. Let's acknowledge the fact that the quality level of quality food is roughly the same. Um, maybe variety is better at Disneyland, but the quality of food, let's just say it's roughly the same. So from an experience True. perspective, Cosmic Rays has a really cool, I liked the different bays that don't mean anything anymore because it's all the same. Um, and to your point, Eric, there's 70 percent. Yeah, there's a robot, but seven to your point, most 70% people percent don't of the see people it. don't see it. Um, so from an experience perspective, less audience gets to experience that, um, as far as the lunching pad goes, it's kind of subpar lunching may be uh, generous because it's, you know, it's a hot dog, right? Hamburger, maybe, mm-hmm. um, from an experience perspective, pizza port, pizza planet is better theming. It looks like the movie tomorrow, uh, uh the galactic grill has breakfast, you have a longer period of time to get food during the day. I think and it's got this stage they, with live performance. It's got to be, that's it. That's that's the difference. Well, and, and Pizza Planet Port Pants also, it adds a visual element to yeah, tomorrow. Especially Land. at night. Yeah. Especially at night. And I'm going to really, honestly, I wasn't going to say this, but I didn't even think about it until now. What it, Cosmic Rays aesthetically i mean just purely aesthetically oh, from it the bill may as well totally. be in a strip mall 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. in a strip mall. yeah. Oh, I, no doubt. I hate it's it. very 80s. Yeah, I, it's very I, 80s. I absolutely hate the aesthetic. Um, the, so, the thing I'm I'm defending, no, I hate eating there. I I I don't like. I eat, most of the times that I've been there, you cannot find a seat anywhere near the robot. Yeah, that's I, fair. No, no, it's not. It's it. It's not better. It's not better. Okay. And I think well, in terms of like food quality, that there are good things that you can get at both of the Tomorrowland places in Disneyland. Sure. It's 80% of the menu is Breakfast burrito. garbage. But if you know what to get and you know what to look for, you can get good get good things. I'm not going to sure. lie. Why not? So for the listener, if we haven't said this already, we probably have the catalyst for this show was me listening to another podcast do two hours on sunny eclipse and cosmic rays. And it inspired me that there's an audience for this. Um, and as a result, in my mind, n- having never been to the lunching pad, by the way, um, <gasps> Disney World is going to be a clear winner because of Cosmic Rays and all the detail that I learned about that thing. And we're not going to go into that painstaking detail again or as elaborately like the fact that the guy who played Sunny Eclipse has never seen it, never been there, and is a lounge singer in Palm Springs. All that being said, I did not expect Disneyland to win. And from everything we discussed, and I appreciate your candor and I appreciate your objectivity, that Disneyland's Tomorrowland is a supreme dining experience. I absolutely agree. I'm glad. For all of the reasons. So does that mean that you don't need to hear about the uh, works of Eddie Soto, who was the designer of the mural above the dance area? Um, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave that for part three of Tomorrowland. Part three, Eddie Soto. <laughs> I mean, if you if you did the research, you want to talk about it. Maybe you can do it as we play ourselves out. I'm going to do it very quietly while you do the thing that you do. Okay, perfect. Okay. All right. Well, guys, thank you very much for the time that you spent researching he all of this. Of and uh, it looks like Disneyland is the proposals. supreme Tomorrowland he dining experience. We're going to... I'm going to have to go. Jones we have to go to Pizza Planet adventure. now. And we're there in a couple of weeks. God, no, no, we don't. No, we I don't, don't want to eat there. Okay. You can. <laughs> Ever again. <laughs> Ever again. I'll tell you what. I'll get a slice of pizza and we'll cut it up into five little pieces. I have a better idea. Let's get a pizza from the place that's actually good at Disney. <laughs> okay, <fine. laughs> Downtown Disney before we do drinking around downtown Napoli Disney and... the night before. But <laughs> I am going to definitely get something for breakfast at the Cosmic Galactic Grill. I do. I'm going to get a churro at the cart in the middle of Tomorrowland while you get okay. something. So, quote for breakfast. Indiana Jones it, it's breakfast food. Temple anyway, uh, okay. So, design. ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank a you for joining us. Uh, make sure to listen to our other shows. Eric's on ears up. Main Street USA. Uh, Dan and I are on scraping the vault, where we're back Storybook to the Straight Video sequels. Stitch two. I don't know Aladdin's when this is coming out. Never mind. Um, but it's Lilo Fantastic and Stitch 2. Stitch has a glitch. Anyway, go check it out. Don't it's probably on the feed. Uh, contact uh, Oh, there's a band uh, Contact us at Jimmy at earsuppodcast.com. Eric board, is at ejohnson at concierge.com. Dan is at now Dan at earsuppodcast.com. Rate and review our show, please. Please, if you like what you hear, and if you're listening to my voice right now, you either Mission, hate us, space, or you love hate us, or hate love us. He Are you hate listening? Don't hate. Some world showcase. Be nice proposals. to each other. How it's Mickey true. Be good. Toy? 
Be nice to each other. Thank you for listening. Go just right now. Listen. Go to your app that you're listening to us on and give it a rating and maybe write a sentence about what you like or what you don't like that we can change. He also did. That's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be good to each other. Upstairs windows. See you next time at Disneyland Paris and at Disneyland. Oh no! He also did voiceover work for Space Mountain at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Also for the Market House Telephone. <laughs> it's still at talking. Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disneyland Paris. Also Radio Toontown at Disneyland, which you can't hear anymore because Toontown is closed. He also was Shrunken Ned and Aladdin's Other Land at Disneyland. Thank you, Eddie Soto. <laughs> well timed. Beautiful. <laughs> No, no, oh, come let's on. do it again. <laughs> you want to hear more? I have more. <laughs> Maybe you can. I'll, I'll, I'll leave. You can play. You can play it for the yeah. uh, bonus, yeah, the it's Easter fine. egg. It's good. We have plenty. <laughs> yes, we do. God damn it! I, I get uh, with being with you guys. I love talking to you guys so much, and I, I like just nerding out. I just get so lost in it. I kept looking at my watch, like, oh, for sure, we're done in fifteen minutes. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. <sighs> All right, stop recording so I can upload my stuff.